Hi everybody, this is Michael Hildebrand and I'm your host on the Sleep Trust Podcast, where I'm talking about how to gain back trust in your ability to have a superb sleep again. In this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast, I'm going to walk you through a three-step stress-release bedtime preparation, a ritual, or you're going to build your own personal ritual. So uh, this is something to de-stress you before bedtime, and in particular interesting if you have a hard time to fall asleep because you experienced a day full of stress, a tense, hard work day, or you simply feel that you're in this stressed state at nighttime that makes it so hard for you to fall asleep, then I'm going to walk you through what you can do to wind down in the last hour before you go to bed to effectively de-stress, fall asleep easier, raise your sleep quality, and just uh, have less sleep interruptions, uh, essentially. So let's dive right into the topic. Those of you who are following me for a while know the three categories of good sleep, right? Or things, three categories that we want to tackle for good sleep. And these are always our body, nutrition, mind. Anything we want to do when it comes to our sleep is related to our body, nutrition, mind. You can imagine this to be like three circles, uh, three um, very important circles. And now what we're going to do here today is for the last hour before you go to bed, I'm going to share a couple of things that you want to tackle when it comes to your body, nutrition, mind. Three steps, three categories, body, nutrition, mind. That's what we're going to do today. And if you see these three circles, you can imagine them to be overlapping partly. So the body overlaps a little bit with the circle of nutrition and mind. And uh, the same is true for, for the nutrition and the mind circle. And when we walk through the tips, the magic spot is when we find things that actually um, have overlaps with other circles. That way we're doing something for our body, but also for our nutrition or for our mind. And the more we get these things into place, the better and more effective we can work on our sleep quality. So let's get started. Last hour before bedtime, you're stressed, you had a hard day. And now what, what are we going to do for our body? Category number one. So number one, we want to reduce light. That's the no-brainer. We always want to do that, not in particular uh, when it comes to our stress, but also when it comes to our stress. So sitting in a dim environment kind of relaxes us per se. But then um, there are two options I would ask you. And like when we're done with these three categories, I want you to literally write down your personalized shutdown uh, complete ritual. So you're going to write that down. You're going to write your recipe that you can pull for these hard days. So body, there's an active and a passive variant that I recommend you to do. Uh, actively have a walk. So the good thing about having a walk is that we move our bodies, but not to a degree that our heart rate will really uh, bump up, like if you do a heavy exercise, which will make it harder for us to fall asleep. But rather, it's just like moving our bodies, de-stressing slightly physically, and that's a great thing. Also, when we walk, our brains have space. So we can think about things and we can even do a meditation doing so. That would be an overlap with our mind circle, right? That's the active variant. The passive variant is have a bath, have a hot bath. Get into that hot water. It, it kind of 
relaxes our body, right? So muscles uh, relax, that's great. Our mind relaxes and we can also do the meditation in our bathroom, in our bathtub, right? Hot water. After having uh, a hot bath, our body temperature uh, tends to drop and that's a good uh, sleep signal to let us fall asleep easier too. So active variant, having a walk, passive, have a bath. Uh, second category, we're going to move through these quite quickly because we don't need to spend too much time. It's up to you to write your recipe. So best do that in your mind if you don't have a sheet of paper and a pen right lying in front of you. If you uh, do so, feel free to just plot down your, your um, variant for body. So nutrition, it's rather what you should not do here than what you should do to relax. Uh, avoid alcohol. That's a no-brainer because alcohol uh, collides with our dream sleep. Not good. Dream sleep is what Matthew Walker calls our built-in therapy system. If we diminish that, not simply not good. Also diminishes our sleep quality, overall sleep quality, not good. Uh, and is a common thing that we lean to and not only alcohol, but other substances that relax us and kind of um, play a role in our brains. So try to avoid any substances that are not good for you. You know these, uh, especially when you're stressed. Um, don't have your last meal too late. Typically, you want to have your last bigger meal three to four hours before you go to bed. And when we're talking about what you uh, and kind of avoid drinking caffeine over the course of the day, but that's too late for the last hour. So what, what are we going to do in the last hour? Two things. Number one uh, is drink a tea. Try to um, get along without sugar. If you want to use something to sweeten up your tea, take a little bit of honey. That's at least a healthy uh, variant. And if you want something that promotes sleep, uh, according to all of the things that I've tested, I found to be valerian tea, a uh, good option. Uh, the thing is, you, you need to decide if, if it's a good taste for you or not. Otherwise, just go with a fruit tea, something that is um, healthy, warm. The warmth that you drink tends to further calm your body, so it has an effect towards our body too and our mind. You've got that headspace when you drink that tea to think about things or have a chat with your spouse, a friend, whatever. So that's nutrition, body, nutrition. Now let's turn to our mind. Very important when it comes to stress too, right? So what can we do with our minds to de-stress? Number one, uh, and that's an overlapping thing here, is do a body scan. That's a meditation, a kind of a meditation where you Lie down, close your eyes and bring tension into certain body parts. Like you bring tension into your neck consciously for a couple of seconds and then you release that tension and really tap into that feeling, really feel into how it feels when your muscle release the tension, the stress. It's an awesome exercise because frequently when we're stressed, we don't even know where the stress gets caught in our bodies. And running through our entire body like that, bringing tension into those muscle, um, muscles and releasing that tension, doing it with all of our body parts, our arms, uh, our hands, uh, stomach, chest, uh, you name it, down to your toes, gets us to feel and tap into our entire body and release the tension, the stress where it is. 
that's a really great exercise, not only good for our body, uh, our mind, but also for our body here, right? So it's an overlap. What you can also do, and that's a no-brainer, is to do a gratitude exercise, which is simply thinking about things uh, that happened over the course of the day that you're thankful for. Things that you are thankful for right now, just do that for two, three minutes. It's a, a mindfulness exercise, if you will, the scientific wonder pill. It's proven to make you 25% happier. Wow, how great is that? Let you sleep 30 minutes longer on average and you're higher likely to, uh, to exercise 33% more than you would do without doing the gratitude exercise. And that effect kicks in effectively if you do that for two weeks plus. So yeah, that's like if we go through those three circles, the three things that you can do body nutrition mind-wise when it comes to de-stressing at nighttime, these are the things that I recommend that are proven to work. And now it's up to you to kind of write your own prescription. Body, what are you going to do? Like, I'm just going to walk through those quickly once more. What are you going to do? Is it going to be active, like a walk uh, kind of thing? Or is it a passive, like a bath? Nutrition, what are you going to avoid? Don't drink alcohol or any other substances. Maybe you're going to find a better option in drinking a valerian tea or an other tea that serves you. And by the way, what I didn't say, I typically don't recommend supplements, but if you want to go for a supplement, try magnesium. Magnesium is known to be the salt of inner calmness and is also known to help if you suffer from the restless leg syndrome and other things. Magnesium is also the one substance in our body that gets used much more when we're stressed. So refilling um, our magnesium depots before nighttime will and can help us to sleep better too. So then we're moving on to the mind. What are you going to do? Like, is it going to be the body scan, which is good for your mind and your body to come down? Is it going to be a gratitude exercise? Are you going to combine both? Write down these things, write down your prescription, and then it's like you waving the magic wand of de-stress, but instead of saying abracadabra, you're going to say body nutrition mind. Not, maybe not as sexy, but highly effective. So this, by the way, is a subset of what I do in my sleep coachings. And if you've been following me for longer periods of time, you know the body nutrition mind theme. Very powerful. I highly recommend that anything you pick when it comes to your sleep, you always double check in on body, nutrition, mind. Watch what category is it serving and what category do you find to be most important for you when it comes to your sleep quality and the challenges that you've been facing. And um, yeah, as always, it's up to you what you implement from the things that I shared with you. I highly recommend you write your prescription right now or run through something that could be helpful for you right now that you've got it in place for the next day when you feel completely stressed and don't have to kind of rush into, um, into sleep and have a hard time to fall asleep, stay asleep um, or reaping the sleep quality that you deserve to, to get. And just to share a personal story maybe. Like I'm, I'm playing around with all of these things, not only with my clients, but also with myself. Like I want to see what effect that has. And I've tested like um, when, when I'm uh, working hard 
And it doesn't, doesn't always have to be bad stress, by the way. I'm talking about just being jacked. Like that can be positively stressed and negatively. So you really want to watch that. Just feeling good doesn't mean that you're not on a high level of stress. You want to tap in, is your body maybe too excited? Let's call it like that. So when I have an exciting thing, let's say I do a workshop and after that, it's nearly time to go to bed and I rush into bed after doing a workshop or a very intense coaching session. If I don't implement a wind down ritual like this, if I don't pull that trigger, I might even be able to fall asleep. That might work, but my sleep quality suffers. My sleep is not as deep. Like if I look at my uh, uh, fitness tracker, my withings tracker, it shows me like my sleep is more fragmented. I might wake up more often than I would if I didn't do that. And overall, I just feel don't feel that refreshed the next day. Um, one, one technical indicator that I like to look, uh, look at is my sleeping heart rate, by the way. Uh, kind of underestimated even in the withings tracker like it doesn't play too much of a role when it comes to their sleep quality ranking but for me it plays a major role so if i know to if i rush into a night like that my heart rate would be higher and if i do an exercise like after after i know i'm jacked and if i, if I follow these three steps like body nutrition mind and for me that would typically be having a walk um, avoiding alcohol and uh, doing a, a Wim Hof breathing exercise, but that's not for all of you. Like uh, the body scan will do and it's probably more appropriate for, for most of you listening to this. Then my heart rate is 10% lower, 10% lower than if I don't do that. And when I wake up the next morning, I tend to uh, have less sleep interruptions. And when I wake up the next morning, I just feel so much better. From a scale from one to 10, like when it comes to sleep quality, one the lowest, 10 the highest, I would say it might make a difference of one to two points even. Definitely do that the next time you feel stressed, feel too excited, give yourself the time to wind down. And for, for me, like it's even worth going to bed half an hour later to implement these things. Even getting half an hour less sleep, implementing these things will let you feel better the next day. Just a thing to keep in mind. If you want to learn more about sleep, if you're um, having problems, generally having problems to fall asleep or think you just want to raise your sleep quality to the next level, then I recommend that you check out the sleep recovery workshop that you as a follower and listener of this podcast can attend for free. At the moment, I don't know how long that will work, but at the moment I'm handing all over these workshops for free. I'm going to run you through my entire nine step system. You're going to get everything you need to implement the things on your own, if that's what you want to do. Um, so check out sleeptrust.eu where you're going to find a section where you can claim a spot for one of these workshops. And um, if, you're, uh, if you're listening to this podcast in your podcast app, check out the podcast notes. You're going to find a link that leads you directly to the workshop where you can uh, claim your spot. And with that, let's wrap up this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast. If you had a hard, tense workday and you feel stressed in a positive or a negative way at nighttime, you definitely want to write yourself a prescription, including your body, nutrition and mine, and implement these things 
to effectively fall asleep faster, have a higher sleep quality, a lower heart rate when you sleep and feel more refreshed in the morning. And if you want additional support on how you can improve your overall sleep quality, then definitely check out the workshops at sleeptrust.eu or following the link in the podcast notes. And that's it for this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast. I hope you enjoyed yourself and that you fall asleep completely relaxed tonight and looking forward to hear you in the next podcast where I'm going to share the number one brain hack to let you fall asleep faster. Until then, have a superb sleep. Hey there, and thanks for listening to the Sleep Trust Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you want to get further information on this podcast or material that will help you to gain back your sleep trust, please check out sleeptrust.eu. That's sleeptrust.eu, where you will get lots of information around sleep. And here comes some legal stuff. Everything on this podcast is my opinion only, so do not take it as an advice, as I am not a doctor, nor have I considered your personal situation. If you feel that you need medical advice, please consider getting an appointment at your doctor of trust. If you want to give me any kind of feedback on this podcast, feel free to email me at podcast at sleeptrust.eu. I hope you tune in again next week, and until then, have a good sleep.